Rebuilding Trust in a Relationship. I want to say hello, everybody. My name is Pastor B. Wallace. And I'm Keontae McDonald, and you're tuning to Simplify Complexity, a relationship podcast. Right, all right. We want to welcome you no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing. We are so grateful that you can join us and, and be here. And, and, and we just want to encourage you right now, if you haven't had a chance, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, share this with somebody. Because as we talk mm-hmm. about rebuilding trust, I mean, what a great topic because trust is a foundational component of a relationship and there's yeah. moments within inside of relationships where there's a a breakdown in that trust where there's maybe a violation where somebody didn't do what they said they were going to do or over time as a result of certain actions where you're not trusting that person anymore and so how do you rebuild that trust so so Please share this with somebody because I believe all of us, whether or not if we're in a relationship or not, we need to hear this topic. Keontae, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, man. Um, I can't complain. It's, it's, it's getting a little cooler here in Southern California. Yeah, we have a little heat wave, <laughs> the, the West Coast heat wave. And, and so, yeah. yes, it definitely is getting a, a little bit cooler. You know, instead of like 106, it's only like 96, you know. So, right. So. <laughs> So, Ben, our topic, our topic, um, our topic came from a listener. I know you have that. Uh, read for us because we're always grateful um, that listeners write in. And so you haven't had a chance to leave a review or write in. It means a lot. And, and she actually reached out to us on um, Instagram, right? Yep, Instagram. She sent me an Instagram message. So, you know, for listeners, you know, whether you're commenting on our Apple, you know, whatever platform you're using, it yep. can be social media. You never know. Your message, your question might turn into an episode like today. Um, so this message comes from Isabel. So, hey, Isabel, we want to say hi. You know, we what's got up, your message. Yep, yep. And it's, and it's becoming an episode. Um, so Isabel wrote us and she said, hello. I just want to say thank you guys for doing what you do on your podcast. This is the first one I've listened to, and I've just about gone through every one of your episodes now. I went searching for some hope somewhere new and definitely found it. It lifts my spirits. I go listen to this when I'm having anxiety about my relationship as a reminder that God is in control. And my partner and I have started listening together on our car rides to work every morning. I was wondering if you guys could do one on rebuilding trust and damaged relationships if it hasn't been done already. And if you would, that would be so amazing. So thank you again. Man, awesome. We love it. We love it. If you have not had a chance to, to leave a review, please leave that review. That means so much. And and then for some of that are saying, well, hey, I, I want to be able to, to hit you guys up on IG or, you know, so you can follow me at Brian E. Wallace. And I'm at Keontae McDonald, K-E-O-N-T-E, McDonald like the restaurant. There we go. So um, as we talk about rebuilding trust, now really, I should have put quote, you know, like, you know, quotations around rebuilding because the, the mm. key thing is, is, is rebuilding. That means there, there's a breakage, something broke right. apart, something fell apart. So as we're rebuilding trust, you know, what, what's the first thing that comes to your mind, Keontae? Well, because the first thing that comes to my mind is, you know, some type of mistake or some type of infraction that's yeah. been made in the relationship to cause it to break down in the first place. So that's where my mind goes first. Right. I, I, I like that. And, and one of the things that came to my mind um, as we talk about rebuilding trust and as you talk about that fracture is something I don't think we always think about. Because oftentimes when we think about rebuilding trust, we think about that particular person. So in a relationship, it might be your wife, it might be your husband, it might be your man, it might be your girl. And, and, and so what ends up happening is, is we first think, OK, if we're going to rebuild, if we're going to fix this, then it's really between you and them. 
But my mm. first encouragement, my first thought is, as you're going to rebuild trust, you need to really check your trust in God. Because mm -hmm. ultimately, as we're talking about this process of trust, and if, if I don't really trust God, if I'm not really working with God and, and seeking Him in faith, we're going to struggle. It's not easy rebuilding trust. When there's a mm -hmm. breakdown, when, when there's something that's happened, we need the strength of God. We need the influence of God. We need the Word of God to help us along that process. And if yeah. we're struggling to trust God, then what makes us think that we're going to be able to trust somebody else? Exactly. I'm, being, I'm being dead serious, man. You want to jump on that? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the greatest thing about that is, you know, if we don't, just like what you said, if we don't trust God, how can we trust man? You know what I mean? Man is kind of going to, you know, man is invaluable. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, they I mean, you know, they make mistakes and, and you know, they, they're not perfect. So, you know, when we go to a God who is perfect, who created the man that you're created, a woman that you're trying to trust, it's best that you place your trust in God first. He's going to see you through. He's going to hold your hand. He's going to walk with you and give you the patience, give you the endurance. Yeah, yes. I mean, to walk through that process. And ultimately, you know, God's going to help you to see what you don't see. Because I, mm, I believe we've good. all been there as you've been in relationships or been around relationships. Sometimes you can just feel like you're in a fog. And you're just mm -hmm. like, how do I work this out? You know, I'm trying to navigate this fog and I can't see. And so therefore, if you're going to navigate through a fog, you have to trust in God who's giving you directions, who's giving mm -hmm. you instructions. And so you're like, I, I just want to get through. I want our relationship to be better. But do you trust God enough to walk through the fog to see what you don't see to get to where you're trying to get to? That's good. That's good. I mean, and often like it just reminds me. It, it, it gives me like oftentimes like when you're going somewhere new and you you put on your GPS. You know what I mean? Yeah. GPS stands for Global Positioning System, but in this we're just gonna call it God's Positioning System. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> you know I like mean? that. You know what I mean? But oftentimes when we're going somewhere new, we're following our GPS turn by turn because we've never been there before. It's guiding us on how to get to that place. We don't just say, "I've never been to this location. I'm just gonna drive up and down a couple streets and see." if I can find it. You're going to waste time doing that. Yeah. Why not go to the source who knows exactly how to get to your destination, knows where the traffic is going to be at, what roads are closed down, how to get over this bridge and that. It's easier to go that direction because you know you're going on a path that's already been laid out for you. Come on. Rather yeah. than rather than just going willy nilly down every avenue and getting yourself lost. Yeah. All right. So, so that, that, that's kind of my first thought. My first point is really check your trust in God. Are you going to trust God as you're you're saying, man, I need to rebuild trust. You need to first look at your trust in God. What, what you got, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of my things when it comes to trust, because, you know, we're talking about rebuilding something. And when it comes to relationships, you do, you know, you start a foundation and every moment, every experience, you know, everything that you go through, you just continue to build and build. But sometimes we get into accidents, let's say. You know, yeah. kind of like a car. Um, and if your car gets into an accident and you have to get it repaired, you just don't go and just glue things here and there. You know what I mean? You kind of take your time to make sure you're putting stuff back in place yeah, where good. it's supposed to be for your car to run the way it should. You know what I mean? So I think that when it comes to rebuilding this, we have to take our time to rebuild it. There's no rush process in this. You know, you yeah. have to go through the steps. You have to, like I said, you have to really build that patience and that endurance because this isn't just a flip of the switch type deal. 
know, this is something that you've got to kind of go through and work through as a process. And it's a learning experience as you're going along the way, because for some of us, we've never, you know, had to deal with like, you know, just that rebuilding process when it comes to trust in a spouse or something like that. This might be a first time thing for you. Um, so you just can't just go at it and, and think this is going to get solved in a week or so. This might take a month. This might take a couple yeah. of months. But the, the, the main thing you want to do is go through the process. Yeah, that's really good. You know, and, and as we kind of talk about that, I, and I'm glad you mentioned the process because we're going to kind of build on that process. I want to give a little bit of an imagery. I want people to kind of just have a, a vision of what happens during this process where trust is violated. And mm-hmm. so if you are in a relationship, oftentimes, let's say I'm, I'm holding trust, right? I'm just going to kind of hold up my phone, right? And so as I, as, I, as I have trust in my hand and I'm holding this particular thing, then I have this trust with this person and this is what I'm holding in my hand. But as I'm holding trust in my hand, what ends up happening is somebody comes and they take that away. And so if somebody comes and steals something from you, if it's your wife, if it's your husband, if it's your man, if it's your woman, there's an offense that happens. There's a violation that happens. And so now where you once had trust and you were holding on to trust, they came and they took that away. And then now what was replaced with that is, watch this, insecurity, Mm. frustration, Mm -hmm. disappointment hurt. Yeah. And so you have a, a, a vice. So here's the offense. The offense was this person coming and ripping away a trust that you had. And now it's replaced with something else. Normally it's a violation that hurt or whatever that thing might be. And then that's what we're holding on to. And that's the breakdown. That's the division. So when we're talking about how do we rebuild it's it's the question we're trying to get to is how do you restore what was violated? How do yeah. you restore? How do you work through? I now have this hurt. I now have this pain, this, this distrust that I'm holding on to. How do we let go of this distrust and, re, and begin to reclaim trust? Mm-hmm. And so in order to do that, as you mentioned, we have to be patient. We have to understand that there is a process. And, and, and one of the first things that I want to challenge us with, if you're going to rebuild trust after you're seeking to trust God, is you need to really understand what is the offense. You would be surprised, Keontae, how many times that people, they just <laughs> mad. And you're like, well, what you mad about? I don't know. I'm just I mad. Well, I don't even know. You know, you just mad. And, and, and so if right. you're going to really work to rebuild something, you really have to dive deep to begin to understand what exa- what was the violation. And oftentimes, sometimes what we think it was or, or what we're upset about is, is sometimes it's a little bit deeper. You got to go mm-hmm. a little bit deeper. And, and, and so that's my first encouragement is you really need to take time through prayer, through meditation, through really thinking through what happened. It's like, what exactly did that person do that I feel violated about? What did they do? Where was the violation? Remember, they, they came and did something that if you felt violated. So you need to think through what that thing is because you cannot rebuild it. You can't talk about it. You can't work through it if you're not really hitting that issue. You got anything on that? Exactly, exactly. That's good because, you know, just like you said, man, there's so many times you get into, you know, moments, especially in marriage where you just kind of mad, you just, 
you, you know, you let a couple hours pass and you're like, man, I don't even, I don't even know what I was mad about. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you do want to really dive deeper and get introspective into like what's really going on. And then also I'll just add to, you know, when you're when you're starting that process and you're choosing, you're making a choice to start that process. You in with patience, you also have to be willing to allow the person to make amends, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like oftentimes we'll just get frustrated and trust is lost. And we say we want to rebuild trust, but we still show, you know, frustration, resentment mm. towards a person. If they're trying yes. to, you know, restore something or, or, or get rebuild, you know, get back to that place. We have to be accepting of what they're trying to do to change or to make things better. Um, so, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's twofold. Um, you know, cause you have, like I said, you have the person who made the offense who now realizes Oh, man, I messed up. Okay, let me try to do something to restore that. Then you have the person who was offended. You know what I mean? It's hard for us to really take, like, okay, look, hey, you already offended me once. I got this wall up. You know what I mean? So we have to learn how to kind of take that wall down brick by brick. And that's the rebuilding process, you know? When you take that wall down, you take those bricks, but you're taking that wall down, you start building your foundation back up. You know, and I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because that goes into kind of that second process. So that that first part is really, you know, understanding what the offense is. And then the second process is really saying, God, help me to forgive. Mm -hmm. Because if I don't go through that forgiveness process, now my heart really isn't open. It's really not ready for that person as they're seeking to make amends. And I think That's the mistake it. that we make sometimes within relationships is, is that we feel as though there's a contingency upon us forgiving. You have to acknowledge your wrong. You have to, to, to make the first step. You have to, it's, it's something they need to do in order for you to start forgiving. And that's actually absolutely wrong. Mm. We don't need them to do anything for us to begin to forgive because what forgiveness means, forgiveness means to put down. It means to let go. Now, I want to go back to the analogy, right? And so in that analogy, remember, we talked about how somebody violated us. And as they took away trust, there was a violation there. We picked up something else. We picked up that distrust. We picked up that disloyalty. We picked up that hurt. And so what ends up happening is every time we walk around, we're holding on to this hurt. We're holding on to this pain. And this becomes the thing that begins to rule our lives. Mm. And so God is saying, wait a minute, I don't want this thing to define you. I don't want your past hurt to define you. I don't want some man who did you wrong to define you. I don't want some woman who did you wrong to define you. I don't want your your mother who wasn't there. I don't want your alcoholic father who wasn't there. I don't want the abuse that you experienced as a child to define you. But what ends up happening is too often we, we hold on to this hurt and we walk around with it rather than understanding that I don't want this to define me so I need to let it go. Yeah, yeah. I need to put it down. And that's what forgiveness is. 
Forgiveness is letting that thing go so that hurt, that pain, it doesn't define me. It's not this thing that I'm always carrying around. And that's what happens within relationships, right? Within marriages where all of a sudden they're constantly carrying this thing around and all of a sudden they see him and they see her. And, and, and so uh, was it Isabel? Was Isabel the, the, the yeah, thing? Isabel. Isabel, every, man, every time they get in the car together, you remember what you did? And, and she's just holding on to that thing. Or maybe yeah. he's like, you remember what you did? He's holding on to that thing. And, and, and so if you're really going to rebuild trust, you have to have this empty space where trust can now fill back in. Mm. And so you got to let good. the other thing go. What, what you got, man? What you got? That's good. I think the greatest thing that you said is that when it comes to forgiveness, it doesn't have to start with that other person. It starts with you. You know what I mean? And, and going to God, you know, that's just, that's a great just mental health exercise. We yeah. hold on to just so many things or people doing, doing us wrong and, and this, that, and the third, but we can start that forgiveness process ourselves, you know, making that first step. So I think that's great. Just piggybacking off of that as well is that also with that, it, you know, and, and really starting that forgiveness process, we have to be honest with ourselves. Sometimes mm. we get into this rut where it's just like, you know, things happen and, you know, we put on kind of this front like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, well, I'm, you know, just like machismo front, like, well, yeah, I mean, that ain't, that ain't hurt me that much. And, you know, so on and so, so on and so forth. Right. But it does hurt. And we have to be honest with, to, to really go through that process. You know, some of us, we live lives, we live lives, especially in the social media era, we live lives like, like it's artificial turf. You know, we're covering up dirt and, and dry patches by placing filters on top of, you know, our soil lines, hoping that it looks better than what it really is to people on the outside. But that's not being honest. And when you continue to practice that, you, it's hard for you to even begin that forgiveness process because you're not being real with yourself from the start. So we yeah. have to be honest and, and really make those honest strides towards progression, you know, towards going through, you know, first, you know, getting right with God and, and really having our trust. God, then starting that forgiveness process for ourselves and clearing that space, like you said, to allow trust to come back in and fill up and really build that foundation back up together. I like that. I like that. And, and sometimes, you know what, as we go through this process of just really targeting what is wrong and, and, and what am I feeling, where was the violation, and then taking it to God so we can forgive, sometimes we realize that, wait a minute, there really wasn't an offense that that person did. Really, it was really something I needed to work through. And, 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 and it's interesting because sometimes we can come to a point to where something happens and it really wasn't what that other person did. It was really something that dealt with us. And yeah. as we go through this process, now we're in a position where we need to communicate. And so this is the, the, the third thing that I encourage. And, and notice that I said, work through forgiveness first. Now you're in a better position to communicate. You know exactly what the offense was. Your heart is in a better place to communicate. So now as you communicate, hey, this is how you hurt me. Mm -hmm. this, this is what happened. This is why I'm upset. Now you're able to do it in such a way that it's more, normally more effective. And so the yeah. third thing that you need to do is there got to be communication. Up to this point, there isn't reconciliation. Forgiveness does not happen, have to happen with reconciliation. But reconciliation always includes forgiveness. Well, what's the, what's the difference? What's the difference? Is where reconciliation is, there is two people coming together and there's amends being made. Yeah. See, too often we confuse reconciliation with forgiveness. 
well, you need, well, you need to forgive me. God says, you know, the Bible says you need to forgive me. And, and people want to throw in your face like you, you ain't loving God and you ain't a Christian because yeah. you ain't forgiven. But what they're really saying is you need to we need to be reconciled and the relationship needs to be exactly how it was. That's not that, that's not what forgiveness is. That's reconciliation. Forgiveness mm. is just me going through the process of me letting go of me no Good. longer holding this offense against you. But it doesn't mean that our relationship has been reconciled. And in order mm -hmm. to go through that process of reconciliation, there has to be communication. You're communicating what that hurt was, what happened. Yeah. Go ahead. I know, I know you already, I can already see your wheels going, man. Say, yeah, that, that's the big, the big C word. We, we, we probably <laughs> drop communication in every episode because communication is key. Communication is vital in every relationship. And the great thing about communication is that when you start to converse with each other, you start to see like, okay, oh, this is this is how you're feeling. Okay, this is how you were feeling. Because the worst thing that we can do is expect. You know yeah. what I mean? Expectation is like the root of all heartache because when we just expect something from somebody, but we haven't detailed or communicated what you know needs to happen, then you're going to get let down every time. So that communication bridge has to happen for you guys to come on a coming ground for you to really start. You know, you're, now you're when you're rebuilding that foundation with that communication. Now, both of your hands are laying that laying the bricks back down. And can, 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 I, can I make it plain? Up. Can I make it plain for us? Mm -hmm. What's happening is sometimes we're hurt and we just assume that other person is supposed to know that we're hurt. They're supposed <laughs> yeah. to know exactly what they did. Right. And then we're mad. We're extra mad, right? Because they don't know. And it, and so you got to communicate that particular thing. You got to share what exactly happened so that way they can be aware. There's no guessing. There's no assumptions. Man, you know, those those, those assumptions within relationships, they get us in trouble. So, but here, so here, here's the last point, and, and I'm going to finish with this. Is so we talked about this imagery. What what happens? And so there's an offense that happens. And as this offense happens, I need to recognize. I need to say, okay, where was I violated? I need mm -hmm. to take time to really understand what was the violation. I need to take that violation of God and say, God, help me to let it go. Help me to to put down this pain. Help me to put down this hurt, so I'm not holding it against that person. I need to communicate what happened to that person. Share with them how I was hurt. And then here's the fourth part, and this is now this is the reconciliation part, is that other person, the offender, begins to make amends. And you mentioned that earlier, mm -hmm. that offender begins to a recompense, to begin to make amends for what they had done. And so this is the part that we don't always do. Now, now I do want to say there's some things that happen that you can't repay, but we should make every attempt possible to do what we have to do to rebuild trust. So, for example, Keontae, if, if we're friends and, and, and as well, we are friends. So as you know, because we're close friends, if I come over and I you, you bring me to your house and I'm, we're hanging out and all of a sudden I see $50, you know, laying there and I, I just pick up that $50 and I take it. Well, there's the offense. There's the violation. Mm -hmm. And so you come to me and you say, B, man, I trusted you in my home so much to where I could just leave loose money around. And you violated that trust. We had right. this type of relationship where we were cool and I didn't feel like I need to put money away around you. And, 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 and so I'm hurt. Now, I could be like, oh, man, it wasn't a big deal. Oh, man, you know, you, see, you know, I, I'm not right. <laughs> I'm not acknowledging my wrong. And yeah. so th though you might have forgiven me, there's not reconciliation. 
Or and I could say, you know what? Oh, I'm sorry, man. I, I won't do it again. And, you know, you can receive that apology. <laughs> come, come on, come on, man. You yeah, can, yeah, can yeah. receive that. But I don't know if you're feeling that, right? Exactly. <laughs> I don't, exactly. you know, and so I think part of what you would be feeling is if not only did I say I was sorry, but I was like, look, I, I don't have it on me now. All I have is 10. Here's $10. And man, I'm going to work to repay all that $50. Right, I, I, right. I, and, and, and so I mentioned how earlier there's some things we can't repay. Mm-hmm. There's some violations, some things you, you, from a father and maybe an abuse or maybe an absentee dad or mom, they can't repay those years that they were gone. Yeah. But they can make attempts to try to repay. And, and, and that's yep. the key thing is, is, is you're taking efforts to make amends. Where there was a breakdown in trust, you're trying to be intentional to rebuild that trust and that thing. So where there is a trust, so I can be back in your house and you're like, okay, I can trust that he'll be there and he's not going to steal from me. That, that's all I got. That's all yeah. I got. But, you know, you finish, you take us <laughs> home, man. You take us home. All right. Yeah, yeah. So actually, the last thing I had, the last thing I had is, is a great segue. I'm going to piggyback right off of what you were talking about. Man, yeah, 50, man. Somebody come in your house, take $50. That's just, that's crazy. <laughs> that ain't no little thing. Just pass up. But what I was going to say is, man, piggybacking off of that, there's a quote I always love to say when it comes to, you know, making mistakes and really making amends is that um, love is proved by deeds and reinforced by words. Um, So now what I mean by that is that most of the times, you know, we make mistakes or we do something wrong, we want to make it better. Um, I always say the analogy of like when people say, I love you, you know, and anybody can say, I love you. But when you show somebody that you love them, that's really what makes them stand out. You know, so just like what you said, you could tell me, hey, man, hey, I'm sorry for taking the 50. You know, that's one way going about it. Right. But then you go the extra step with that deed, and it's like, I don't have 50 on me right now, but look, let me give you this 10, and I'll pay back that 50. Now you're showing that deed. You're going through the motion of actually, you know what I mean, showing me that, okay, hey, I want to rebuild this trust. I want to rebuild this foundation. Because, like I said, we can just say, hey, I'm sorry. Hey, I want to work on this. Hey, I want to do better but none of that really matters until you actually start to do better you have to start the process and actually be physical in it you know because i can say that hey you know i'm I'm gonna do x y and z and it sounds good but let me show you that i'm actually doing x y and z so and that's all i got i i do want to say this i do want to i don't want to uh, and I know I said I, I wasn't gonna say anything else, but 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 this is this is important is because I, I can already hear somebody right now in the counseling session, and, and saying you know, but they keep doing the same thing over and over again. All right, mm-hmm. there's truth to that, but what we want to be mindful of is a person's heart, and yeah. do we acknowledge progress? There are parts of us where we have a sinful nature. We have a challenge and we have strongholds in our lives. And so for a person who maybe is a liar, somebody that they're constantly lying, they're, they're not going to stop lying overnight. So what yeah. you're looking for is, is there a sincerity of heart and a willingness to grow and get better? And what I mean by that is, is what we view sometimes as somebody changing or somebody making those amends is somebody going from an F to an A. 
And I don't know how often when you're in school, normally you don't go from an F, you know, all of a sudden where all of a sudden it's an A right away. Normally it's a process where as you're working on that fail, right? And sometimes we fail in a relationship, we get that F. As we begin to work and get better, it's a process of first me actually getting a D (laughs) minus. Yeah, (laughs) right. I'm just saying, right? And so I get that D minus. And so the question is, is a D, well, let me say the statement is first, a D minus is still unacceptable. Mm -hmm. But a D minus is improvement from an F. Exactly. And so do you acknowledge that there's a D minus and not an F anymore? So you still say, hey, I acknowledge your improvement. We're still not where we want to be, but I at least acknowledge that there's an improvement that you got a D minus. And when that D minus turns into a D, man, it's frustrating because it's like, man, it's like I'm putting up with some stuff right now, but it's a D. And, and, and here's why I say this is because if you don't acknowledge improvement, if you don't acknowledge someone's efforts to try to do better, then a person is going to get frustrated and feel like, what's the point? Mm, because I'm absolutely. trying and you're not giving me any acknowledgement for me trying. And, and, and you yeah, don't yeah. want to frustrate somebody as they really are trying to make amends. And this happens in a relationship. And you actually mentioned this earlier where there's this back and forth, right? Where all of a sudden one person is really trying to make amends. And so it's me trying to give you back $50. You mean, I don't even want to hear from you. I don't, I don't want to hear it. Well, man, here, I'm right here. I want to, I want to hear it. Man, I'm done. I'm done. And then all of a sudden, now it flips on you, right? So all of a sudden, I'm like, well, forget you. And then it's, it's a month later, and you're like, man, I, I should have accepted his money back. I, he was trying to do right. And all of a sudden, now you're trying to come to me. And I'm like, no, I mean, I ain't trying to hear all that. I was there for you, and I was trying to give you the $50 back, and, and you yeah. wouldn't listen to me. And all of a sudden, and, and then we keep going back and forth. And it doesn't seem like both people are on the same page at the same time for there to be reconciliation. And, and, and so mm-hmm. we have to be, you said, patient. We have to recognize it, it might not be the whole 50 right away. It might only be a dollar. And they're saying, hey, I'll give you a dollar a month. Well, a dollar a month, man, that, that's going to get you into like three, four years so they repay it back. <laughs> yeah. But but, but at process. least it's a process. There is a process. So I, I, all right, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We went a little bit over on the episode. But this is a huge episode. This is a huge topic, and and it's not right. something that you can just quickly gloss over because there's so many dynamics to it, and and this really does ruin relationships because they're not able to restore that trust. Yeah, and, and again, I just want to applaud Isabel because I think this is a great topic. You know, sometimes, you know, you probably listen to our podcast and, you know, we're talking about first dates and, you know, dating experience. And while those are fun, you know, fun topics to talk about, this is a real life topic that people go yeah. through, you know, and you really got to learn and know how to navigate it. So I think it's a great question. Great question. All right. Well, let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you for Isabel. We thank you for her heart. We thank you for her relationship. Mm-hmm. And just, Father, we pray for her anxieties. Father, it goes back yeah. to the very first point. Help her to trust you as she is in the fog, as sometimes we are all in the fog of relationships. We're in the fog of singleness. We're in the fog of divorce. We're in the, in the fog of just having children, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. In life, we sometimes go through fog. Help us to trust you 
as we're having anxieties and not sure where we're going. Father, give us guidance as we're seeking to navigate that. Show us what mm-hmm. we need to do. Father, help us to take time to really understand what that offense was. Where was the violation? Help us to forgive it so we're not harboring unforgiveness. Help us to communicate so that way that other person can understand exactly how they've hurt us. And then, Father, work yeah. on that other person's heart. They repent, that they apologize, and they begin to take steps to make amends. Father, we love you. We thank you. Bring reconciliation right now through this podcast. We ask all these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Amen. All right, you guys, I'm so glad you're able to join us. Maybe you're listening to this and you're like, you know what, I, I want to meet with one of you guys. I do uh, relationship coaching. I do relationship counseling. And so if that's something that you're interest, interested in, you can go to simplifycomplexity.org. Um, I can uh, talk through a strategy session on what we can do um, to hopefully uh, help. Um, because sometimes you just need that little extra guidance, that little extra push. And, and, and so we want to encourage you to go there. Also, if you haven't had a chance to hit the like, hit the subscribe, do that, share this with somebody and leave a review. God bless you. God keep you. Until next time. Italian, English, Portuguese, Asian.